podcast yeah what do we do here uh what is our podcast about our podcast is about stories and the news yeah um about all sorts of things that we find interesting and infuriating infuriating sometimes sometimes good news we try sometimes to find good. some good stories and sometimes you disgusting. know happy stories sometimes disgusting sometimes it's bees in the eyeball Ugh. sometimes yeah. it's worms in the brain yeah <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's poop on denali yeah <laughs> But what you yeah. will not find here is Trump-friendly stories. No. We're not Trump lovers. No. Don't come around here with none of that mess. No. Just move on. Go find your own podcast. We're about We're We're not doing justice. that. Social justice. Oh, uh, speaking of social justice, what's your pronouns? Oh, my name is Sylvia. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, she, her, and hers. And I'm Tori. She, her, and hers pronouns. Yeah. Yeah, so social we try justice to get lens. Rid of all the isms. Yep. But we don't do exorcisms. We don't do exorcisms. <laughs> but all the other isms. Sana sana culita de rana. Yeah, we don't do any um, of that. Yeah, we just like to bring a social justice mm-hmm. equity lens to yep. things as a biracial Latina white woman. I like mm-hmm. to bring that, you know, experience. Yeah. You as a Latina woman. Yeah. Uh, me as a woman married to a black, my yeah. <laughs> 100% mixed over here. There you go. <laughs> me married to a black man, yeah, you know, me married to a white man, I guess, who also has a hearing impairment. So, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, so intersectionality, you got, covered. intersectionality, you're, all you're up in all this covered. bitch. Yeah, um, speaking of bitches, explicit <laughs> lyrics do apply to me, yeah, um. And because she's so smart, that that's IQ right. is like, Hey, I've smartness. seen multiple stories about how people that cuss are smarter, so watch well, out, people. I gotta um, see that. <laughs> I know it's probably a qualitative <laughs> data only. Um, yeah, so we uh, we read you some headlines and some stories, we talk about it, and then uh, we do a rapid fire round at the end. Um, and as always, sometimes we have updates on past stories. Oh, we got lots of updates. Oh, you got lots. Of, I don't have any updates today, so this is going to be the Sylvia update show. Um, so why don't you start with updates? All right. So I can't remember what podcast it was, but it's about the, I brought it to the table, the um, Russian fake heiress. Yes. That, that was one of our first episodes. Oh, it That was, was several episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, so now she is currently, remember I think I, she was in court because I brought up the picture yes, of her. Yes, And um, at that time she was, you know, going through her right, trial. Right, And so now what's going on is homegirl has been found guilty. Ooh, they got her. What'd they get they her on? They got her for, let me see, fake heiress. 
this is from the Huffington Post, was found guilty in her fraud trial. So a woman who posed as a fake... Oh, it was German heiress. Oh, I thought it was Russian. I thought it was Russian, too, because you said it. Oh, yeah. Now, see, that's why we got backups. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't be relying on our old girl. No, no, no. Our memories are... Yeah, it's shot. ...are there somewhere. So uh, she was faking to be a German heiress to scam hotels, restaurants, and a Vanity Fair employee out of tens of thousands of dollars while living lavishly in New York City. She was found guilty on Thursday. A jury in Manhattan found Anna Sorokin, who was known in New York social circles as Anna Delvey. Then later as the Soho Grifter... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, she was found guilty on eight counts including four counts of theft of services and second degree grand larceny um, the New York Post and the New York Times reported she was acquitted on one count of first degree grand larceny in which she had been accused of trying to obtain a 22 million dollar loan to develop a nightclub so they found her not guilty on that they found her not guilty on that because she tried to submit some fraudulent information. Well, isn't that fraud, though? Yeah, but I guess they were like, they denied, I mean, they denied her the loan. Oh, okay. Because what they said was the bank did do diligence yeah, and said, you ain't got for some stuff. You ain't got that kind of credit, honey. Right, right. <laughs> and discovered that, yeah, there ain't no money wherever she okay. said. Okay, yeah. So. You know? so then they they denied her the the loan. So did they sentence her or sentencing is pending? Sentencing is pending, but she could face anywhere between 5 to 15 years in prison for the charge of second-degree grand larceny. And I imagine, like, be deported, too, right? Yeah. Because she's Uh, not a citizen. She's not a citizen from what I gather. So they probably serve your time and then Mm. deport her ass. But we're not (laughs) because she's a lighter-skinned immigrant. Right. And we know where the... Current Somehow administration they, falls on yeah. light-skinned immigrants versus yes. dark-skinned immigrants. Yeah. Look so. at Melania's parents. Exactly. Melania. Oh yeah, they got like they, oh they full yeah. fledged now. They they well, are full fledged. I mean, the the Muslim ban that was about dark-skinned residents. The Residence. wall is about dark-skinned immigrants, not resident immigrants. Yeah. Like oh, clearly we know who he's targeting yeah. with his policies. Not only that, so here you got this white lady. Committing crimes. Mm-hmm. Now you got Chandra Rhimes. Now Who's she's that? that director for it was at Grey's Anatomy or one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that. So she's a famous person that is a director. Okay. And so she now bought the rights of Miss Anya. Oh, she's gonna make a movie about it. To make a movie. <laughs> of uh, to make a movie. Of course. Okay. So she bought that. You know, she bought th- those rights. Yeah. And then somebody else bought the rights of the lady that got scammed out of her, you know, that, remember I t- talked about that trip? That <laughs> she got screwed over. Um, Which one was that? Uh, well, remember she said they went to some Caribbean Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip. And she like, oh, I'm big balling and, right. you know, and you I got you, it. I got you, and I'll get you back. Yeah. Right, and then left So she bought the, the rights for that story, too. Bought the rights to oh, her I, story. I see a, so a Netflix see series yeah, coming. we see mini-series, documentaries. <laughs> so now if she comes out of prison, she will be an, a millionaire. I don't think she can make money, though. I think there's, Why not? There's, I think there's, there's a no victim. 
the person who she scammed on the money is a victim. Yeah, but so I, she can't make money off of that it. one. Yeah, I think she's gonna get that. Ugh, you know, disgusting. there's no like victim like a murder. Why somebody make a story kinda. about my life so I can get freaking money. <laughs> Un pesetas. <laughs> I'm going to have to commit some crimes and somebody make a damn story. Oh, you but... know they go make them stories. They're like, hey, this is Jim Crow era. There are too many stories that you people New Dream Crow. New Dream Crow. Ain't enough money to pay you all for your stories. Oh, that's you bullshit. That's bullshit. No shoes growing up. Yeah. One pair of shoes had to last the whole school year. Exactly. <laughs> too many stories like that. No. So All right. Yeah. Well, so old Miss Anna is is at least convicted gone. and will do some time and then oh. maybe be deported. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. All right. What else you got on so, updates? updates? The next updates. update is regarding that Coast Guard dude that yes. did all of his research mm-hmm. and all of his plan work to on kill that several government <laughs> computer. It was gonna kill Barack. Kill Hillary was gonna kill AOC. Those are just All top, kinds top of three people yeah. he was gonna kill. Prominent yeah. Democratic, mm-hmm. and then was praying for a race war <sighs> and googling what's the best gun to kill African Americans. What? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And then the last update we had was didn't face any terrorist charge. No terrorism. No terrorism charge. But they continue to call him. A domestic terrorist, domestic terrorist, but did not charge him the with domestic prosecutor, terrorists. The prosecutor, yes, the prosecutor is still saying, "Hey, he's a domestic terrorist." So but charge no him with terrorism. Charges. So charge him with terrorism. Right. So because they haven't charged him with <sighs> anything more serious than his gun, guns and drugs, charges and drugs, yeah, dude is gonna get out. He's gonna get out. Who's while gonna waiting be... his trial? Is it? Please tell me he's gonna be released on GPS monitor. I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. So all it says is he hasn't been charged with any terrorism-related offenses. I'll tell you. Well, that's all he did was, and maybe it's because they're like, well, he didn't actually commit something. Like, he was just gathering, Uh, you know. But still. But what about, isn't there an attempt to commit terrorism? Isn't there an attempt? There's attempt murder. There's attempted assault. Couldn't you have attempted domestic terrorism? Something. Like, you have a plan, a means, an intent. Yep. And then, actually, now that um, I brought it, uh, you know, I said that, there, I read another story, shoot, I'm seeing, and I sent it to myself because I'm like, this is exactly what we were talking about. Oh, it's on Twitter. Um, That they actually charged a lady, a Muslim-y looking lady with um, domestic terrorism what yeah let me let me look for that because i brought it to the i was like oh i gotta bring this to the table because they that fool over there that what coast guard dude got zip he didn't get anything and yet here's this lady facing um uh terrorism charges let's see where is that Uh, oh a wisconsin Wisconsin mother of seven pleaded guilty monday to trying to plan a terrorist attack on behalf of the Islamic State group. Okay. Okay? ISIL. Yeah. Uh, uh, and look at this crazy picture that they put. Oh, of course. Make like her look terrible. Ass. Yeah, yeah. Make it worst picture you can find of her. Yeah. Right. That's her mugshot. She yeah. looks crazy, right? So this one, they're charging her. So she pled guilty Monday for trying to plan terrorist attacks. So it was a plan. So she hadn't done anything either. No, it was just a plan. So, so, uh, so it says um, 
the group uh, distributing information online on how to... So, hold on. Let me, let me back up. Because it says, she pled guilty to plan terrorist attacks on behalf of the Islamic State group by distributing information online on how to make explosives and biological weapons. How is that any different than what he than did? What this, that's he what was on, like, what was that, Stormfront, white supremacist yeah. site. Yes. He was um, talking about finding the best gun to kill black right. people. Like... He's finding it's stuff. all the same he thing. It's all, all it's all the same. Gathered she's looking at information. She's finding information about bombs. He's finding information about right. guns. Did she have any weapons? Did they confiscate any bomb uh, making material or weapons from her? All it says is prosecutors say in court documents that Dias 46 used hacked social media accounts to discuss possible attacks with self-proclaimed members of the IS. She also tried to recruit IS supporters to carry out attacks, provided them with information on making explosives, poisons, according to the document. Authorities never connected her to any attack plots. But U.S. Attorney Matthew Kruger noted the seriousness of his action, of her actions. This is exactly the same situation. Right. Except for he's a white male. Right. And he kill, actually kill, had kill. a plan. Right. Like he had targeted people. He, he knew he list. was going to kill. He had a list. And then uh, talking about starting a race war. Like yep. it's the same it's freaking the thing. Same and this thing. girl's going to freaking go to prison and this dude's out there running yes. loose on pretrial. Right. I, and only um, gun charges and Fuck uh, that. drugs. Fuck that mess, man. Yes. This is what we're talking about, about the disproportionate over-representation of people in color in the system, overcharging of people of color in the system. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, you're going to get this lady, and by goodness, I'm glad you right. did. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm not saying it. she should go free. Right. Like, if she had a plan to harm people, yes, yes. absolutely, be held accountable. But so did but that other dude. dude also, and he had the guns. Yes. He had the stockpile of and weapons. And the means. He had it was means, just a plans, of- intent. Right. Or intent plans just, mean whatever yeah, yeah, order yeah. is. Well, you know what I mean. Yes. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And he he was ready to go. Yeah, he was he was he, had he was in it to win it, man. And this lady was just doing research That's and right. trying to get people to right. like there but was it was never connected to an yeah. actual plot. This dude plotted, planned, and just missed the oh execution my mark. God. Yeah. And he is not being charged. He will soon be able to wander out back home. Yeah, Goodness do whatever he wants. Get what on whatever websites do. he wants, or whoever he's going to collect. Talk however to. more guns he wants, because uh, let me tell you, he's probably not going to walk down to your neighborhood gun shop to buy a gun. No, right. He's going to go on the internet. He's going to go and find other people. I mean, yeah, they'll say, oh, he'll, you know, provide there are some pre-trial agreements of no internet and blah blah blah. blah but I'm sorry, there's yeah. ways. There's yeah. ways. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Whew. So well, that was kind of an update plus an extra plus story. An extra. But I just had um, to, I wanted to bring that discrepancy yeah. okay. of what we're talking about and the discrepancy within the laws and you know and that is you know it's not in our imagination. No, no. I mean that's the thing. Is like people think as people of color we make this stuff yeah. up like oh you're over exaggerating. Right. No, we can we can do our research. Well, and statistics are out there anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. you can I mean but it's not we're talking out our ass and making this up and we're dramatic and blah, blah, blah. No, well, this is a real situation. Yeah. 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 
All right, what else other update you got? Uh, so I did get an up. Well, not really an update, but from a listener oh. who Listeners? heard our last podcast about the Nexium. Yes, you know yep. thing. So yep. she, this listener actually said that Netflix has a documentary Ooh. on the Nexium. So it's a documentary. Is it a documentary or docu series? I don't know. She didn't say. Oh. She just said, hey, there's a documentary well, on the Nexium. Let's check it out. Yeah. Let's so check it out. Check and then we'll talk about it next time. Yeah. The podcast yeah. is there. What was it? Uncover the Village? Um, well, the, the podcast the is called Uncover. Okay. But it's not The Village. It's because that's the newest one that's about, I oh, think, some the, sort yeah. of gay murder in the village. Yeah, in, I think yeah, Village yeah. Villager. Um, so the podcast itself is called Uncover. Uncover. And then they do, um, the, the Nexium was their first season. Oh, and they okay. have two other seasons. Yeah, after that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, when yeah. I pushed play, they were talking about some murder, and I'm yeah. like, "Wait a minute!" This well, see, isn't and the that's right the re- that was the original reason why I went to this was to hear about the the uh, serial killer out there in Canada. Yeah, was it? Yeah, was it Canada? Yeah, that's yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I got this Nexium thing, I was like, "Oh, what's yeah. that? Interesting." No, and, and I, was I like listening to it, and then all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is Smallville." This yeah, is connected to that Smallville lady, and it's it's a good podcast. Yeah. Uh, definitely sure. listen to it. All right. What other updates do you got? Um, that's it. Oh, shit. I thought you had more than that. Okay. All at right. At this point, you know, All I right. mean, we can go through the whole Jesse Smollett update. No. Is it worth The judge? What? Remember I told you about the judge? Bringing a judge. Bringing a judge. The judge that uh, criticized the prosecutor. Oh, yeah. I guess that's kind of an update because you talked about the prosecutor being target- targeted and being uh, told that she needs to resign and everybody going after her because she decided that, you know, the charges weren't there and, and, and you know, all that stuff. So apparently you got an update about a judge who brought that up in brought, a different case. And, not yeah. related to the Jesse not Smollett. Not related to the Jesse Smollett. But he was... Doing a case and basically, what, like, slammed the slammed DA the, yes, and the saying, prosecutor. well, why why is this guy being charged when Jesse Smollett didn't get charged? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bringing yeah. it up in an actual in a case, that, case yeah. that had nothing to do with the if, facts um, of this case and was basically saying this person in front of me is being treated differently because the DA allowed Jesse Smollett to get away so why can't this person be I wonder what color that defendant was you know what I don't know I have no idea but that would be a good yeah you know that would be something good to investigate even further you know well we can we can come back to that one we can we can uh do some investigaciones yeah and find out what because I think the you know, I think the inappropriate part is this judge should understand the, the job of the prosecutor and should understand their job. Right. Their job is to look at the facts of that case that's in front right. of them. Well, the only caveat I would put in it is if the p- defendant themselves also a person of color, but a person of color without money. Right. Uh, possibly. Like, but even I, still, I could see saying like, wait a minute, why is there? But it has nothing to do with that case that's in front of him. Uh, well, you, the case in front of you again, has its own facts. Nah, but I think that there is. I think when you're looking at sentencing and you're looking at charging, I think a judge can inquire as to why is this person being charged and why it, for a similar crime. Like it, it, again, we can because look it, into what he did or what yeah. the person, what the case was. Yeah, you know, because I think there is a piece of it of like looking at if there were similar acts, right? Yeah. 
and that guy getting charged versus Jesse Smollett not getting charged, right? And again, I think we can dig deeper. We'll 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 look into it. Maybe we'll yeah. bring it back in our leftovers. Um, because there might be. I mean, I want to totally throw this judge under the bus and be like, dude, what are you doing? If he was in fact saying things like, hey, we have a very similar case here with similar evidence. You know, but he doesn't know what the evidence is. All he's getting is the same well, thing I mean, that I we're think, getting as a public. I think he knows in the sense of what, what he's seen, it, her seen and heard, and right. which would be similar to a case that's in front of him. But so, that's only what media gives us. Like, you know, behind the scenes, people have... If there's an investigation, there's behind the scenes that the public never ever gets to hear. Right. But that's what I'm saying, is that if this person that's in front of him did something similar, allegedly did something lied. similar. Yeah. Lied about something. Lied about False information to a police yeah. officer, right? Yeah. Maybe he's critiquing it. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. It is interesting, though, he would decide to bring that up, and there's probably nuances to the situation that we don't know that. But let's yeah. let's save that for next time for our leftovers, and let's get rolling into our stories. Into our stories. What you got first? <laughs> Well, what table. I'm bringing first to the table is Judge Rips, stop shaking. Oh my God. Prosecutor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my Lord, my Lord. I got something better. I yeah, got you got like better. 10 stories over there. Get some. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, let me get to my uh, emails because this one's going to have you charged up too. All right. Um, so, this one is. Uh, Students, oh, come on. Students charged for Border Patrol protests speak out. I'm afraid to go to class. Mm. So University of Arizona students say they have been harassed and subjected to violent threats. Two University Arizona students facing criminal charges for protesting U.S. Border Patrol officers said they have been harassed by police, subject to violent threats, and no longer feel safe going to class. In their first statement since police announced criminal charges for their non-violent demonstrations, I'm going to have to say that, criminal charges for their non-violent demonstration, Denise Moreno-Melchor, 20, and Marielle Alexandra Bautista, 22, told The Guardian they felt the campus is unsafe for them and that the administration has prioritized defending Border Patrol over protecting its undocumented students. The backlash we have received since speaking out has been overwhelming and violent. We are now being investigated and harassed by the University of Arizona Police Department and criminally prosecuted, the two students said in a joint statement. This campus is unsafe, and in general, however, that has now been heightened since the investigation started. Melcher and Bautista have received national attention and attacks from right-wing anti-immigrant groups since an on-campus protest at a 19 March student club event where Border Patrol agents were giving a presentation. A group of protesters chanted outside the meeting calling the agents murderers, <laughs> according to the Arizona <laughs> Republic newspaper. And that's all they were doing. So basically the Border Patrol had come to give some sort of like talk or yeah. something. Yeah. And they were outside the event having a chant protest, yeah. which... Happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, look at those douchebags from, what is that freaking church that always protests uh, funerals and um, 
the use those signs, Jesus hate fags and oh, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the yeah, Westboro yeah. Baptist. Yeah. Idiots. Or look at what happened over there in Berkeley. Yeah. You know, like, with the white, I mean, the right wing yeah, folks exactly. coming and there's protests. Yeah. And so they're just basically exercising their, their right to protest yes. and freedom of speech. Yes. Not disrupting, like, like not walking in there and yeah. interrupting. Like they're no, outside they're the outside event. The, yes. Like murderers down yes. with ice, blah, 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 or whatever yes. they were chanting. Yeah. And so they were arrested for that? Well, they weren't arrested. They are being charged. So, well, maybe they were arrested. Hold on. Let me, because um, I can't remember whether they were. So it says, um, so this week the U- university announced that Melcher and Bautista were both facing criminal charges as a result of their protests. With the police charge? issuing them misdemeanor citations. For what? For interference with a peaceful conduct of an educational institution. <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. ACLU, where you at? <laughs> right. Where you at? Melcher was also charged with threats and intimidation. Get the charges could carry up to six months here. of jail time. Yeah. On Thursday the university said a third student, twenty seven year old Mariana Curtis, would also be charged with interference at an educational institution. The charges, along with the administration statement, expressed support for voter patrol and saying disruption was not protected by free speech, spark widespread criticism from civil liberties groups, lawmakers, immigrant activists, and professors. I am feeling really unsafe and super depressed um, and anxious, Bautista said by phone on Thursday, noting that she is supposed to graduate next month and doesn't know how the charges could affect her degree and future. Mm. I'm just scared and worried. Mm. Uh, Bautista majors in anthropology and law and wants to go to law school, said um, a student's center where she interns had to be evacuated due to death threats oh. called in against her and Melcher. How come they're so not who's, investigating yeah, these who's going after death that? threats? Yeah, who's Isn't going after that? Isn't that creating? Yeah. I don't know how this is even going to... I don't... How... Well, one, I hope that there's some attorneys out there willing to represent these young ladies yeah. and their right for free, free speech. And the ACLU hopefully is going to... Speaking of, if you want to donate to something, I think we should look at donating the ACLU because they've been busy yeah. ever since the douchebag orange buffoon got into oh, yeah. office. I yeah. mean, there's the left, right, and center of so many ugh, misjustices. And, well, and I, ugh. you know, I'm like... Campuses have always been known to be a That's ground part, for yeah. pro- protest. It's part of the, the the experience of education and higher learning is to right. you know get out there and and find what your cause is and protest and and you here's know. the thing is there was no fight that broke out. There were there, nineteen were people standing chanting. outside the event chanting. Yes, that's it. That's it. Chanting that's it. murderers. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, all. Not saying I'm going to kill you. No. Just saying. Yeah. They're murderers. But because... again, overcharging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. trying to suppress. Trying to intimidate. Yes. To, to silence. Power yep. Yep. To silence. There you go. There you and go. And the college the same, using their power to try to silence. Which uh, I now University of Arizona. You said it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't suggest going there. Uh, for sure. For sure. 
I, I well, mean, isn't Arizona, wasn't Arizona the state, what, like, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's Ohio. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, remember, what was it, I think it was during, was it during Bush, when they passed that bill of, like, you could pull anybody over if you think they're, they look like an Im- illegal immigrant oh, or yeah. a person that was not here yeah. documented. Yeah. Yeah. So, Arizona itself yeah. is a problematic state. Right. And... Yeah, it it doesn't surprise me, but also, I mean, like you said, colleges, universities, they're known for places of protest and acting under your right Right. to free speech and right to protest. That's right. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently it's not. So basically they're trying to intimidate these women to shut their mouths. Shut up. Fall in line. Yeah. And little ladies, you just need to go away. Right. And if you don't go away quietly, we'll make, we'll you, make go you go away. Yeah. We'll charge you. We'll destroy, you know, your... Well, we'll have to keep our eyes open on that oh, one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, yeah. this, this remnants of the Montana situation. Exactly. You know? I mean, it's like... Brown and in the wrong place and doing the wrong thing. Saying the wrong thing. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got a local state news story. Um... Oregon high schoolers push for a bill allowing students to call in sick for mental health. So, um, local high school student testify before lawmakers in Salem Monday to support House Bill 2191, which would make it easier for students to call in sick for mental health issues. Currently, many Oregon schools do not recognize mental health as a legitimate reason to call in sick. The students who testified Monday said it needs to change. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, but... (laughs) It's not like a job, though. I mean, can you just say, hey, I'm not coming in? Well, I mean, the the thing is, like, like, how do you really prove it, right? So if your parent calls you in sick, it's not like you're going to get, like, a questioning of, well, what's wrong with your kid or da-da-da-da-da. Like, you know. um, I don't understand, like, why... Because I Like a job. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. If you get so many sick days Mm -hmm. and you use them all, Mm -hmm. they question you. Right. Yeah, or if you use three in a row, many if many like jobs. This, if you use three in a row, you then it's like you gotta go to the doctor. Which I think I is bullshit think, anyway. But I don't think that's true for kids. Like you can be um, absent for ten days and well, then they drop you. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a, after ten days. Yeah, so no you, matter but what, you can come the absences. Even a half a day, but for one class. And they then, can say things like, "Well, maybe this school isn't the right fit for you, or maybe you need to go somewhere else." Yeah, I mean, it's a way to push kids out. Yeah, and um. But what is it like? What I just don't understand, like, okay, because they don't explain, like, I mean... Well, I think it's more of, it it's a would be a law protecting it, because there are some schools, obviously, out there, that well, yeah. are pushing back a little bit harder on those kind of things, like, oh, that's not a legitimate school reason for your them? kids out of being out of school, like... I feel like kids can be targeted yeah. for having mental illness. But wouldn't a parent, like, if my kid's out, I'd be like, what does Again. it matter? I'm calling to say my kid is sick. I don't need to tell you what it's about. Again. I mean. Well, there could be some parents that don't feel that. Right? Or there's some, you know, schools that will do things to keep certain kids out of school. Ugh. Like, oh, maybe you need to go on an alternative program. Maybe you need to not be at this school. Right. You know? Um, so it said here that there's a bigger problem at hand when, than students missing school, which is students taking their own life into their hands with a risk of suicide and stuff like that. Derek Evans, a senior at Sandy High School said, 
So although absenteeism might go up, it might save lives, and in my opinion, that's well worth it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The absenteeism means cash, cash, cash. Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing that people don't understand, is seat time yeah. is the way that schools get funding. Yeah. Number of students in the seats yeah. is the way schools are funded. Yeah. So in my experience, I'm going to be very delicate here, um... It feels as though that the only thing they want is kids at school. Yeah. They don't want to take into account what is the symptom of that absenteeism. Yeah. Right? Well, because they I don't... mean, Oregon is, has one of the worst high school completion rates in the country. Like, we're number 43 or something like that. Oh, jeez. And um, Major 98 was passed, well, two, three, in, in 2016 yeah. to address absenteeism. Yeah. Right? So all the schools in the state of Oregon got some sort of funding to say, how are we going to engage students in school, our schools, yeah. because they're not coming to school and we have low graduation yeah. rates, right? The thing is, is when they get that money, you got to use it instead of just, you know, preaching compliance, compliance plans. Like, why isn't right. this kid in school? Why isn't this kid in school? Well, there's a reason behind that absenteeism. Right. It could yeah. be houselessness, could, right? Yeah. Could it's be pe- not, it, people living in poverty. Mental health issues. It could be mental health issues. Yeah. It could be kids, um, older kids having to take care of their younger siblings, so therefore they're coming to school late. Yeah. Um, it could be distance to get to school. Yeah. Right? So there's a whole lot of factors that come into play why kids are absent, but it feels as though the school systems don't want to hear that piece. They yeah. just want to... Well, why isn't this kid at school? Yeah. And then let alone the mental health, yeah. lack of understanding of mental health. Yeah. I mean, recently. And they don't have anybody at Most school. schools don't have social workers. Um, they often have school counselors, but school well, counselors. We talked about, we talked that. about this is They're that not they focus on providers. transcripts. They focus on grades. They focus on high school completion, all which are important things, yeah. right? How are you going to get your credits? How are you going to get to graduation? But therapists. if I have a mental health or emerging mental health issue, and I'm not getting the proper supports, how am I supposed to think about graduation? How am I supposed to think about passing my classes, right? If I'm constantly in reactive brain because of the trauma I've been through, so I think we have to do something. I I mean, again, like like you said, how are they going to know? If a parent calls in your kid in sick, your parent calls your kid in sick. my kid's sick. Um, but I do think students now at least have more of a language around yeah. mental health than kids used to. Yeah. Like, they're understanding how their mental health is important. They're understanding and being able to name anxiety, depression, things like that. And it might like be good for them to be able to say, I'm taking this mental health day to see and and the track like right yeah if you're taking a lot of mental health days yeah maybe we do you have the proper send, services yeah maybe are we you connected with you therapeutic services yeah. and you know I mean I think that there I think there should be something like so work right most yeah. workplaces have employee assistant programs yeah. right so if you're having a lot of stress you can go and have like six sessions for free yeah. I think we need to look at something like that for students because not every student needs to be in long term therapy. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's just it's an emerging thing. emerging issue of anxiety. Yeah. And so a kid can go through six sessions of therapy mm-hmm. provided by the school right. to kind of get some skills and some tools to manage that anxiety, yeah. right? And understand it better. Yeah. And then they move forward, right? Mm-hmm. They don't need long term therapy. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're trying to, you know, 
put system kids into systems of long term therapy, medication, medicate them. Yeah. When maybe all they need is just a short term little bridge yeah. of hey, this is what anxiety is. Yeah. Here's some tools on how to manage it. Right. And then also teach our teachers how to manage that in the classroom, right? Yeah. Like you recognize it. Okay, that kid's in reactive brain. How do I help them mitigate their emotional dysregulation versus activate their emotional dysregulation right, right. by confronting them and saying, you know, you you're not. you're not doing what you're doing to me. Yeah. Sit down. What are, you know, I mean, I know teachers have hard jobs, like yeah. no doubt. Right. And budgets are getting cut left and right. And there are plus say, 30 plus up. kids in a classroom. Yes. I.e. why we need mental health right. support for everyone. Right. You know, and uh, more kids continue to experience more trauma. Mm-hmm. In, exactly. In, you know, in today's. So, um, do we need a law? I don't know, but I think we need to acknowledge that kids are also missing school because of mental health, not just physical illness. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. I get on the mental health kick and I get a lot lot excited about that kind of stuff. You know, that was there. Okay. All right. What do you get next? Um, I have, oh yeah. So I have the, um, a racial slur. So, race. Uh, United Airlines employee was um, doing the little racial slurs. What to a passenger? What? Yeah. I mean, it says United Airlines employee accused of directing racial slurs at a passenger. Ooh. I'm like, I'm paying too much for my ticket for you to disagree. Wait a minute. Me. Was United the one that put made the people put the dog in the overhead and it died? Or was that... Oh, I don't know. Oh, you remember that one? I remember. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Don't get me started on animal right. cruelty. We know how I feel about that. Oh, and there was another one I read where uh, <laughs> the lady had her dog mm-hmm. and it was uh, her emotional support dog mm-hmm. on her lap, mm-hmm. and some dude is assigned next to her, and he's like, "Oh, I got a dog allergy," and trying to find somebody to, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, he becomes belligerent because nobody wants to mm-hmm. switch, and blah blah blah. And they end up kicking him off. Oh, well, but he's good. out there, you know, claiming. Was that, that. United as well? Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was United. Okay, anyway, what did United do to this person? So, it says, United Airlines employee has been criminally charged and will likely be fired after she was accused of using racial slurs to scold a black passenger at Houston's airport, according to police. uh, Carmela Davano is cited for using profane and abusive language in a public place after Casilla Hughes and witnesses told police that the United Airlines employee told her to stop making monkey faces and stop making monkey shines. What? What's monkey shines? I don't know what a monkey shine is. I don't is. know what a monkey I'll shine is. Up. What does that mean? Stop making monkey shines. Uh, Houston police spokeswoman Casey Smith said. Witnesses also said or also told police that Davino was saying she thought Hughes was on drugs. A statement from Jasmine Rand, who is representing Hughes along with civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump, said Davino also directly called Hughes a monkey. Hughes had gotten off the plane to see whether bags were being unloaded onto the tarmac after her flight to George Bush Intercontinental Airport when Davino started yelling at her to come back inside. 
Hughes, who is an actress and the vice president of a nonprofit organiza- organization, Big Sister, Little Sister Mentoring Program, was returning home from a speaking engagement in Michigan on women's empowerment when the incident happened. Hughes called the police after nearby United Airlines employees refused to. I'm still in shock. I can't believe this happened, Hughes said in a statement. Tears streamed down my face as she humiliated me, Hughes said, adding she felt afraid. Davino told officers that she did not tell Hughes to stop making monkey shines, but <laughs> but denied telling her to stop making uh, monkey faces. So what? she's the lady is saying, I never told her that, I never said stop making monkey shines, but she said, but she denied telling her to stop making monkey faces. So she says she was saying that she told her not to make monkey faces, but the monkey shine. She did tell Hughes to stop making monkey shines. Oh, uh, but monkey not monkey shine. So uh, best I could find is it is a mischievous or playful act. Um, cinnamons, cinnam- cinnamons. Mm, I like cinnamon. <laughs> Synonyms is buffoonery, clownery, clowning, foolery, hijinks. So of course she's gonna say like, oh yeah, I told her that because I mean technically it just means being clowning, like clowning. Well. But why would you say mo- I've never heard of monkey? Shines. I've never heard it. Like- it. Maybe it's a. It might be a regional thing. You know, maybe like it's a southern thing or something like that. Like I've never heard the word. Um, yeah. Uh, but so it, it would behoove her to say, "Yeah, I said that," because it's kind of not here. It doesn't say anything about being an ethnic slur. Like now, yeah. calling a black person a monkey is an ethnic ethnic slur. Like that's a way to be racist. Yeah. So. Of course she's going to say one and not the other. Um, but they charged her, huh? Wow. Yeah. Okay. But and apparently the story says, yeah, it goes down to saying racial slurs like shining monkey should be relics of history, not resurrected to fuel the huh. fire of racism. So I guess it's something that used to be used. Um, yeah, maybe and that might why, be too. Like, you maybe know. that's why I never heard that. Before. Yeah. Like, I was like, what the hell is monkey shine? I mean, according to Webster, it doesn't say, I mean, we can't, you know, say that Webster is the end-all be-all, but it doesn't say it's anything Google. specifically about it being a, yeah, it just says foolery, hijinks, horseplay, horsing around, monkey business, monkeying, roughhouse, roughhousing, shenanigans. That's one of my favorite words. I love the word shenanigan. Uh, skylarking, slapstick, and tomfoolery. So it might be hard to prove that being a racial slur versus the other. Well, but you're saying it to somebody. Oh, I mean, no, you know. no doubt it, she it, she meant all of it in a racist tone. Yeah. Like, duh, we well, know that. Right. But defense-wise, if they can prove that, oh, no, she said monkey shine, but she didn't call her a monkey. And then they, well, it's not really, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm just, again, I'm speculating how the defense can work in right. terms of, of getting this lady off on this. on this. Well, uh, but they said they, you know, they said that we took immediate action, removed this individual from the job. Well, that's good. That's good. Since then, we have been following all the required procedures under this individual's union contract. Well, good. Actively. Yeah, because they can't fire her yet. They mm-hmm. just put her on admin leave. Against Domino's you know. been filed in Houston Municipal Court. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, well, sorry, okay, United. You know? Well, good job, United, actually. Yes. For stepping in and saying, we're not going to allow this. We're, you know, obviously we can't fire her yet because the union, you know, she has her due right. process through the union. Right, right. But we're not going to have not her on a plane. to happen. Yeah, or yeah. wherever what her role was. I don't know if she was a flight attendant or just one of, like, the front 
to say like where uh, she was. I think she was like one of the because it said like she, at the counter something. So like within that. the airport is probably yeah. where she worked. Okay, either that or she could have been a airline person, a flight attendant. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, because airline again, person. Why? Well, <laughs> you didn't want to say stewardess. I'm huh? used to saying stewardess, <laughs> but we can't say that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it took me a second to say, "Oh yeah, flight attendant." All right. Well, um, because we had so many updates, we're gonna take a little quick break to reset break. our. Uh, little recording yes. here, and we'll be right back. Break. break. All right, we are back from our break. Break. Break to what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? What you bring? All right, so my next story is going to be also another local story. So you remember our the racist jerk, Jeremy Christian, who killed those people on the Max train? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So... He was in court, and um, so this is from the Willamette Week. He says, I'm the victim, declares Max Stabber Jeremy Christian in the courtroom rant. He interrupted the testimony of Demetria Hester, a black woman who had had a confrontation with Christian the night before the stabbing. So, Jeremy Christian, the Portland man accused of murdering two people on Rush Hour Max train in 2017, unleashed a courtroom rant today as a woman testified about a previous transit encounter with him. I'm the victim, he said, interrupting the testimony of Dimitri Hester, a black woman who had 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 a confrontation with Christian Christian the night before. He allegedly threw a Gatorade bottle at her and allegedly responded by, and she responded by spraying him with mace. Good girl. Good girl. Stay sexy, don't get murdered. That's right. Um, And that could have flipped his lid. Well, his lid, I think, is permanently flipped. I mean, clearly he's got some serious mental issues. Um, he says, you're on video macing me, Christian continued, pointing at Hester and growing increasingly agitated. Liar, liar, liar. You're not the only black person on Wait the mat. Wait a minute. And the judge didn't stop this? Well, they, they eventually they did. Um, eventually? Yeah, this is so. a victim that this mm-hmm. idiot is, you know, and they just eventually, they should have said, hey. You're either going to be calm or we will proceed, do you know, continue this trial without you being present. Well, um, eventually, yeah, he had the deputies removed him from the courtroom and he kept talking, um, and saying, Manufacturing hate crimes in 2017, he said, Keep Portland weird. Um, today Hester was testifying about the encounter when Christian began grumbling. Multnomah County Circuit Court Judge Cheryl. Albright told him to be quiet and he launched into his rant. So, I mean, I, you know, obviously the judge was like, hey, quiet down. And then, you know, because clearly this guy's lid is permanently flipped and he just blah, 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 yeah. diary of the mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's clearly known to be a freaking what right wing wing nut supremacist um political extremists express hatred for women minorities liberals um, anybody at and is facing like. trial for the double murder of Ricky Best and Telesinamkai I'm going to fuck up that name no. so <laughs> um the two men who had interrupted the rant directed to uh, the two, two heroes black. Yeah, really right yeah you know, exactly those, those two people so he's currently on the trial for that, and uh, we'll keep our eyes, and hopefully he'll be found guilty and, and sentenced unfortunately, to... Oregon is not a death penalty. No, he'll probably get yeah. life in prison, so... Which he should. Yeah, absolutely. Although, absolutely. I don't know how long he would last. Oh, he'll be fine. The European kids will take care of him. 
they're they're an Oregon born they're an Oregon born right white supremacist group. So he'll get into prison. They'll take him under his wing. They'll they'll protect him. Hopefully, they will protect him. I'm just saying, they will protect him. He's not that crazy enough to. You know, start well, I mean, that's not off. saying he won't go in there and try to, like, you know, pop off to some, you know, gangster disciple right. <laughs> or some other, you and know, they might have prison to take care gangs. Of their own because they do. You they know, will take care yeah. of the, the I mean, it's hard children. to say. It's hard to say. But um, so this guy there can might be a death penalty go by, by yeah. <laughs> self imposed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was this dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to go. Yeah. All right. Lifetime ban. Lifetime ban. Lifetime ban from this planet. Lifetime ban ban from the planet Earth. Wow. All right. What you got next? All right. So I have a, um, oh, the, I don't, I mean, this happened uh, when um, the whole ice was starting to go into the courthouses. Mm -hmm. And collecting people. Mm -hmm. So this incident happened um, around that time. So there was a judge that had was in a proceeding with a undocumented worker or not worker, but an undocumented um, person. Mm -hmm. And uh, the judge apparently had given the heads up to this uh, defendant. Hey, go out the back door because ice oh, is yeah, here. Yeah, I remember this. And um, so apparently they are now charging this judge with obstruction of justice and um, some other stuff. And uh, uh, probably uh, aiding and abetting, yes, interfering, interfering yeah. with yeah. a uh, pers- I don't know some proceeding. What I say, I'm trying to find it. I can't remember where I, ha- I have all these things saved oh everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. So apparently they have charged her and um, a, another officer that was inside the court that actually helped assist right. the guy yeah, yeah, yeah. to go through the yeah, back door. Yeah. And so basically the guy uh, didn't get picked up. Yeah. So they're, char- they're charging her. Yeah. They're charging her. And um, so they, you know, and I don't know what that means for her as far as, Judgeship. I mean, obviously, you could lose. I mean, I assume license, it's like, yeah. License. I mean, it's I like mean, an attorney who gets convicted. They they lose their, you know, bar, whatever, and she could get, you know, taken off the. Is she currently still a judge? Uh, it didn't say. Oh, it didn't say. Well, I mean, I think that I think she knew when she did what she did that she took. I mean, she's a judge. She, yeah. She's not stupid. Right. She, clearly, you're a judge. You know the damn law. Right. Well, most of the time, like, you know. Uh, yeah, we do know that there's judges out there <laughs> that, resign that accidentally. resigned accidentally a few months after they were appointed <laughs> to the bench. Um, she's but supposed to know. my guess is she probably knew there could be potential ramifications of this yeah. and took the chance anyway because she, obviously, in my opinion, is on the right side of things. And right. Um, and knew that, it, that, uh, ICE was doing this stuff and yeah. she wasn't going to let it happen on her watch. So, you know, civil disobedience sometimes we have to do these things Yeah, and, I mean, and, the, and take I, a chance yeah. and, you know, and so I, maybe she loses her judgeship. She has to step down at the bench. Maybe she gets convicted, but she probably, you know, I mean, she's a judge. She's going to know how to oh, work yeah, her case. To, yeah. You know, yeah. she's probably gonna have a great defense attorney. Right. And 
you know, and I mean, she took a chance probably knowing that this could happen. Mm-hmm. And good, good, for, good her, for her, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's good for her. People like that that are willing to put their own yeah. uh, well being or money on their line, you know, right. that's her li- That's her livelihood. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm, you know, heroes, the whole thing about. Not all heroes wear capes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Some wear judges' robes. Right. And, you know, my thing is. They, the, you know, Border Patrol shouldn't even be trolling. Yeah, yeah I mean, trolling. that's the thing. Is they, they, they shouldn't have been doing that right. anyway. I right. mean, it happened here in Oregon yeah. multiple times right. where the douchebags were outside of Beaverton yeah. and not even in uniform yeah. and harassing people coming from the courthouse. Right. Until, you know, they're on camera. Or right. the incident where they showed up to the house where they were remodeling that house. That's right. You know, so, I mean, at some point... People have to take a stand. Yeah. And say, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We're not going to go back to, we're not going to go to fascism. We're not going to go to, you know, kicking people out of our country just because they have come without documents, right? Right. Hardworking citizens, whatever, you know. So we'll watch her, see what's going to happen and where she ends up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to pay attention to that one. Um, Well, deportation. Let's go ahead and talk about old uh, Joe Judice. Who's Joe? Oh, yeah. So, um, I used to watch all these damn Real Housewives shows. Right. Like a few years ago, I watched Atlanta, um, so Beverly Hills, um, New Jersey. Um, let's see, Orange County, uh, New York. I mean, I watched them all. I was, I was addicted. I love these shows. Like I would. That was my stories. I'd get home, put on Bravo, be like, I gotta watch my stories. <laughs> I'd watch them over and over again. Oh, my so goodness. the Judices are uh, were part of the New Jersey housewives. Yeah. So Joe Judice and Teresa Judice were found um, tax evasion, tax evasion yeah. and all this fraud stuff. Yeah. Um, he went to went to jail. They took turns. First she yeah did, she did then... her time and then he did his time yeah. and they were part of the show. Like we got to see that on the show. Yeah. So. Um, and then wasn't there like they were almost close to getting divorced? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are always yeah. there was always trouble in that marriage. Yeah. And Joe always being accused of maybe stepping out on Therese. And yeah. What did you think? Oh yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because there was one episode where he's on. They're they're at this like vineyard and this like, you know, where they all the housewives go yeah. and they're um they're all sitting around at the table and Joe goes and takes a phone call. And in the, you know, yeah. he walks away from the table, yeah. but they're still mic'd. Yeah. So you can hear him talking to someone and he's clearly not talking to, His he wife. tried to tell <laughs> Therese that he was talking to a contractor or something. Oh, Mm-mm. but he was doing a little He was sexy doing a contractor. little, oh yeah, you making me go crazy or something like, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly not talking to a contractor. So there was always problems in this yeah. marriage. So, Joe Judice granted temporary deportation delay as family seeks Trump's help. Oh. Joe and Teresa Judice. Now, t- now tell the listeners why, what, like, what, what happened? So, he goes to prison. So, he what? goes to prison, serves his time, what and as part of that, he has thing? to, he's up for deportation. Because why? when you're in this country, not with citizenship, you, and you commit a felony and you go to prison, they can revoke your right to stay in the country and deport you. Yeah. So basically he was here on like whether a visa. Yeah. It was probably like something. on a temporary re- uh, resident kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so he wasn't a citizen. He right. never got citizenship. So yeah. he's only on, only on like a temporary resident visa. Yeah. Temporary means at any yeah. point in time, the 
the you commit a, a yeah. serious law or it, at any point like they yeah. can say well we're not going to renew your visa and you've got to go back home yeah well this since it is a violation of that and you and the repercussion is to be deported right so um so he served his time now he's up for deportation yeah so the the plan was he was going to be deported there was no question right. about that right well now they've like everybody done a, else has been deported that that doesn't even really go, get all the delays or anything right. it's like picked up you're here but no, out on. you yeah. know so he's been able to stay longer than most people yeah and <laughs> in, in situations where they're they actually didn't commit tax fraud right they or just crossed prison without documents yes and get swept up and sent back oh like this dude that we just set exactly Exactly. So, um, Joe and Therese Judice's eldest daughter, Gia, who's now 18, started a change.org petition Tuesday asking for Trump to give her father a second chance. No, bitch, a no. Second chance. You don't get no second chance. To commit fraud again? Yeah. What? What, what, what are we talking about? Um, so, uh, the Teresa Judice's husband, Joe, was granted a temporary delay in his deportation order Thursday, and his family made a direct appeal to President Trump. His immigration lawyers filed for a stay in federal court Thursday after the Board of Immigration Appeals denied his appeal of deportation Thank order you. this month. Thank you. Joe and Teresa pled guilty in 2014 to bankruptcy fraud, conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud. Joe Judice also pled guilty to not paying about $200,000 in income taxes. Uh, Therese, 46, served almost a year in prison and was freed in December 2015. Joe, 46, whose full name is Giuseppe, is an Italian citizen who was brought to the United States by his parents when he was one. So, he is one of those people that was brought here early. Who should be out there, Um, a Democrat. He said he was unaware he was not an American citizen. What does that got to do? Look at the dreamers. Exactly. That has nothing to exactly. do with anything. Sorry, Joe Judice. Um, in October, Judge ordered that he be deported after he completed his prison term. He was released from prison, federal prison in March after serving 41 months and moved to facil- a facility in western Pennsylvania, which houses immigration detainees. Uh, his so wife is he still there? Yeah. Okay, so his good. wife and two daughters uh, posted a link to Change.org petition Wednesday to their Instagram accounts addressed to addressed to Trump. The petition was started earlier this week um, by the couple's eldest daughter. We request that our president, Donald J. Trump, review our petition and pardon my father to relieve him of his life sentence. How many life signatures? Sentence. He didn't get a life sentence, bitch. He served 41 months in prison. Right. Um, well, his life sentence is you ain't coming back. Well, that's what Bye, she's saying. Joe, is the courts nice. are bestowing... Uh, yes, in Italy he will no longer be incarcerated, but he will... Will ever be he will ever be free if kept from his family and be able to be productive. Well, she doesn't know how to write, so basically <laughs> she's saying that if he's sent back to Italy, he'll never get to see his family. Um, um, bitch, you guys could move to Italy. <laughs> they could go. They could move to Italy and be just fine, <laughs> and then visit the United States if they want to. Or, or they can go visit him. At or any they time. could visit him. Yeah, yeah exactly. They don't need to be They have to the be... means yeah. to do this because after she did her prison time and everything, she, she started a little tours. business, a book tour. Oh, yeah. So, She's they got money. Her. Yeah. They got money. They ain't hurt. Exactly. She just gotta um, make sure she pays Uncle Sam. Therese Judice has publicly stated that she would separate from her husband if he was deported. I think bitch was thinking about separating him from him a long time ago. She's probably secretly I think the thinking. Government just made it she's easy probably for secretly her. thinking, yes, deport him so I can get rid of him. I, I mean, I think again. I'm like, here's this lady. 
Uh, I mean, she's already saying that if we can't do the long distance thing, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh, you already out of this marriage. That's You're looking for an out, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Don't try to play. Right. Like, like you when just... he was when he was living in your home and stuff, you were probably like, mm-hmm. oh, but I love him. They were no, they him. were having problems. Like mm-hmm. I said before, all this I think came the down. Thing is, look good. Oh no! Absolutely, absolutely. It's I, I all about appearances, and, and we're on this show, and, and you know, even though we have arguments, we still love each other, and we are just. Oh, let me know. tell you. Yeah. When I stopped watching it, that was kind of where they were. I was, we, we're really working on our marriage. Beep, beep, beep. No, girlfriend, yeah. you want this yeah. for the money? You want this for the book tour? Yeah. All this. This is not you. You guys have been not a couple, couple. for a long time. Oh yeah. Um. And uh, the reality star has been a vocal about her support of Trump and complete because she was on the Celebrity Apprentice in 2012. Um, <laughs> she said, see, this tells you right here, right? So, you know, we we do the long distance thing. It's not going to work. She told Andy Cohen during a Real Housewives <laughs> Seasons 9 reunion in March. I'd be like, bye bye. You see? So. Really, the person it wasn't working when you were in the same house. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's so it's yeah. not a, it's not a brain. Or exactly. What is that? It's not like a uh what uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's not a far fetched thing to say. Yeah, you're right. It ain't gonna work. It yeah. wasn't working. We was we was on the rocks before all this happened. Yeah, it's so just it they're for sure ain't gonna work exactly. overseas. So obviously, you know, Daddy's little girl is trying to save Daddy. But here's the thing: right. you got plenty of money. Go live in Go Italy visit. for the summer. You don't need what to be an here. experience that would be for you. Can you right? imagine? Yeah. Uh, if if he is given an opportunity to remain oh. here as a felon, uh, yeah, um, I know. You know what? I know. Yeah, I know. So people get your picket I'm signs sorry, ready. Joe, but you got to you go. You got to go. You got to go, Giuseppe. boo. Bye. Yes. Bye. Yeah. And don't let <laughs> and, the and Teresa's like probably over there going. Please, please, please. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not... I mean, she don't get a pass because she's a Trump supporter, too. So, yeah. she's canceled, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But she is probably silently over there going, oh, please just deport him. Because I got to... She probably got another dude, enough. like, on she the side. Done. You know, she's right. probably got some things in the works, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I, I used yeah. to love that trash TV. Well, I'm telling you. I, I, what I was used that to... one lady that died? The one that had the breast implants, what was her name? Uh, she Big didn't June die. Or... Oh, that was Mob's Wives. Oh, I did watch that one too. Yeah, Mob okay. Wives, yeah, that was the other one. Although my favorite was always the Real Housewives. Um, I kind of watched the Mob Wives, but yeah, yeah she died. That um, I can't remember What's what her name? name was. Yeah. Big June? Or yeah, Big... something like that. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm thinking about... She had those Mama big June. lips. Yeah, she had those lip, lip implants. Yeah, or the, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, she looked rough. Yeah, but I was mainly a house, real housewife. I watched it one season, The Mob Wives, and then um, there was another one, like a Hip Hop Wives. Oh, Basketball Wives. Oh. I think that was on VH1. Oh. I kind of watched that one, but Real Housewives yeah. was my jam for a long time. Yeah, I couldn't get into that. All right. One. What's your I last story? Go. What you got left? So, my last story is this um, college admission, another one, like... There was this mysterious family. So apart from Aunt Becky. Oh, yeah. This is a whole. Because this was a bunch of families. Yeah. So. And we talked about that when it first, like, there's other ones, but they're only really kind of talking about these two. But there's more than one family that did this. So there was apparently a family that paid 1.25 or 1.2 million (sighs) to get their kid into Yale. All right. Damn. 1.2. I want to know. 
know how much uh, can you calculate that? Like, well, how much does Yale cost anyway? I have no idea. I'll look can you that Google up. that? As I, I will talk look about up it. that because and and times that by four to see. You know, they paid one point two million to get this girl into Yale, and this family had remained nameless. Like the prosecutors did not name this family, and there was also another family. Current. That- Undergrad tuition fees of Yale is $47,600. So, so times four. Times four. Hold on, let me get my calculator because yes. I ain't going to yeah. do that math in my head. Jason could do the math in his head. I guarantee it. But, yeah. um, but not Tori us. cannot. No, not us. Um, so there was another family that paid six point five. That's only $190,000. Okay. Now, here, here's my thing. So, $1.2 million is to what they paid? To get her into... Yes. To get her in. Yes. And they to still all, had to pay the to tuition. To all the scandally stuff. So, yes. $1.2 million. Why would you do that? Yeah, because you could get into another school and or save money. Or give the chick the $1.2 million. She could do whatever the hell... I mean, why do you need to go to Yale? Well, it's uh, prestige. It's You didn't crack... You couldn't make it. Oh, I'm not saying it. No, okay, but that's, that's the, why they did it because it's prestige, right? It's my daughter's in, in Yale. Yale. My daughter goes to Yale. My child got into Yale. Oh, Ooh, we're, my. We're, we're the, the I graduated from Yale. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, Knowing it's, that you cheated. Not to say that uh, Yale isn't a very, I mean, I don't think I could do the regimen of Yale or Harvard or any of those Ivy League schools. They're, you know, they're very top academic schools. But. This is a scenario just like Aunt Becky. Yeah. There it is. Like, my daughter went to, or my child has, you know, like, it's but a yeah, status. It's a, That's yes, the word I was thinking. The status. Yeah, the status of saying my child's going to Yale. And you pay $1.2 million? million? Get the fuck out of you, stupid. Get, give me half of that. <laughs> I'm like, just. <laughs> I'll pretend I'm Yale. <laughs> we'll do <laughs> online Yale. I, I just. Tori I mean, online. I'm like, I still, like, I'm like. You you paid more to get the kid in than you're going to pay for the four years. Then it would have cost to go there. Or, yeah, right. Exactly. Why would you do something that idiotic? status status and what is, what is that called when that's all you care about? Um, oh, oh, materialism. Uh, yes, it's all about um, looks, right? Yeah. It's all about appearances. Yes, like yeah. you don't really care what the child needs or wants. We're just going to keep our, you know. Um, yeah, keep yeah. up with the Joneses. So t- tell us or, who these yeah. people are. So these people, so what they did was they paid $1.2 million to Mr. Singer to get their daughter's um, application to Yale. So this family uh, was known in the documents as just Yale Applicant 1. Okay. So that's how she was identified as the prosecutors were, you know, doling out. You know who was going because on. they didn't know who she was at that point. They, they knew just, who she was. They just why didn't were know, they keeping her I don't name know. quiet? Uh, the, yeah, there were a couple. There were there was two. Why other did families. they get the benefit uh, of anonymity? Well, it could be because <laughs> she is a um, she comes from China, so their name is uh, Goy G U O. So um, the family was. At first, unidentified, but then they identified them as Miss Goy and her family. Um, and they're from China. So I'm assuming it's like, ooh, we don't want to, you know, create some kind of political scandal over there that for them. Bullshit. I mean, I don't, know. I don't give a shit. I don't know who, why they were or... known as applicant one. Yeah. yeah applicant one. I mean, I don't know why it wasn't identified. Yeah. 
But um, so apparently what happened was, uh, again, it was a soccer uh, somebody who did not play soccer. Um, she was <laughs> they photoshopped her doing the like the one of the bicycle kick that Pele did. <laughs> yes. So it it did say the applicant one's father wished to make a donation to one of those top schools for her daughter's application. Um, so Mr. Singer promptly sent Miss Goy's resume and personal statement to Mr. Meredith, who was the soccer coach, the Yale soccer coach. According to the charging documents, her personal statement contained links to her art po- portfolio. Mr. Singer told Mr. Meredith he would revise the materials to soccer. So rather than having the art um, portfolio, now it's going to be around soccer. So Miss Goy, G-U-O, what did the? not play soccer at all, but because she couldn't crack it, any other way of getting in, now I'm gonna pay so that you can then. So they take paid her the on as a soccer, soccer coach. Yes. To to say, say that yes, we need this chick because she is good for a soccer team. We need when her to she play. was really an artist. When she yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably didn't even kick a freaking soccer Man, ball. Did, did did she ever end up at Yale or was yeah, caught no. before she actually no, no, got no. to she school? Is, so she yes. got into she got, she got into in. Yale. Started yes. school. Started How school. far in did she get? I think it was, this is her first year. Freshman in Yale okay. right now. So didn't yes. make it through a full didn't year. Didn't make it through the full year. So this 1.2 million Do you million think she showed up to the free? soccer practice? Hell no. No. So according to the documents, Mr. Singer mailed Mr. Meredith a check for 400000 in 2018. And later that year, Miss Goy's relatives paid Mr. Singer $1.2 million in several installments. 900,000 of which was sent to a nonprofit foundation Mr. Singer had set up. Now, remember that nonprofit. That's how you that move ain't no money non-profit. around. That's how you move money around. That's yeah. right. That's you, how you, you set that's up how you hide the money. And then you say, "Yes, we're mm-hmm. going to do great stuff mm-hmm. with it." And in fact, when really it's no. going to my pocket. Oh yeah. For administrative fees. Yes, or something else. Yeah, or yeah. employee salaries or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um so it says that um the Miss Goy and her parents did not know that the payment was going toward a bribe, supposedly. Her parents did not sp- her parents did not speak English and were not in direct contact with Mr. Singer. Then who set that up? Uh, well, Mr. Singer was a middleman. So what I'm, I'm saying is yeah. who, if they didn't speak English and didn't know Singer, someone That's a defense attorney's they, they gave someone money to give to him. So they're gonna they're gonna play. They're gonna we didn't say, know. We hey, we they, were just this was we were told this they didn't is how they speak do any English. the recruiting to get people into Yale, and so yeah. we were just you know yeah. So that's how they're gonna that's probably get off. That's how they're probably gonna do it. <sighs> so there is still another family out there that we don't know who they are. Six point something that we've yet to million. Oh yeah, six point something million. Get the fuck out yeah. of here with that mess. <laughs> six point five million. <sighs> you know, um, if there's anybody who wants to pay off my student loans, yeah. <laughs> they ain't six point two no. million. <laughs> and I'm like, that. Like, I mean, what the hell? You will. What are you will. Their minds just to say, oh, my status. daughter's in Yale. Mm-hmm. Just, just to, to say yeah, that, exactly. You know, but you know she didn't qualify for it. You, you know, know she didn't do it. Here's the thing: is it's kind of interesting to me is that, um, you know, here we often like pretend that all this stuff doesn't go on yeah right? this backroom dealing and that's a you know we always talk about other countries like bribes and uh, corrupt governments and everything mm-hmm. people what's going on right here 
It's it's oh, yeah. money's changing hands to All get people into schools time. to you know a parent giving a um you know rich wealthy parent giving a donation to a school that their child is applying for and then suddenly oh the application accept accepted right yeah not that they didn't meet the requirements but mm, funny how it just kind of helps the admission. An acceptance if a suddenly, you know, $1.2 million donation for a new library or whatever, you know, like it happens all the time. Right. Um, Yale, all those, you know, endowments, all those things like, oh, my money gives my, I think there's something I, I can't remember what it was. It was a training or something I was at. They call them legacy. uh, Yeah. Right. Buildings. Yeah. So legacy students where, you know. Uh, my so father went to Yale went and therefore, you know, he donates money to the endowment of the right. college and therefore, you know, I got into Yale because yeah. of that. Yeah. It's the same concept. It is. It because is. I think there's a percentage of actual students that are not under that like legacy mm-hmm. that there's very small percentage to actually get in. Yeah. And, and they're often students of color. Right. right. Whereas the legacy students are primarily all dominant right. culture, right. you know. Yeah. So... It happens all the time. This is like to a next, the new level, man. Oh, like yeah. this singer dude, and he's getting charged, right? Oh yeah. Okay, so oh, yeah. he's like, this, getting charged. This is on a whole new level. It is, you know, and yeah. I think, and, but, and I'm sure it's probably happened. Like this has probably been going on. For oh long. no, yeah, this is just happening. Yeah. It finally got it was, hot. Exactly. You know, because he got somebody slipped up. Somebody got sloppy. Right. You know, when I think when you're photoshopping people in on a rowing machine, right, and putting them on a soccer a team soccer when they're an they art student, really, you know, right. like. So basically, what they said was that this Miss Goy, she's so naive, you know, that she didn't know how the college admissions process worked in the United States. It works the same on pay. You read the application. This is what you need. You have to have these scores. Yeah, that's don't give just, me that. She did kind of plead ignorance so yeah. that yeah, you, you know, because otherwise you wouldn't have gone to Mr. Singer. Yeah, exactly. You didn't meet those qualifications. Somebody had to say, oops, my girl, right. did, you know, does not fit that stereotype. She is not that bright. Exactly. And boom, I got to pay $1.2 million to try to get her into Yale. Right. But apparently it said the Miss Goy wanted to go to Columbia University or Oxford, but that Mr. Singer told her to apply to Yale and that she would be guaranteed to get in. Well, yeah, because he had connections, obviously. Of course. Like, yeah. Like yeah. you, you don't apply to those ones because I don't, I don't got anybody that I'm paying off at those. You got to yeah. go over here because I got a soccer coach. Yeah. I got whatever, you know. Yeah. Um. So she says she wasn't working with Mr. Singer to find the best school for her. She is now devastated because she is no longer in college, period. I guess Yale kicked her out. Well, good. Yale should, has said that it rescinded the admission of one student connection with the case, but has not identified who that student oh, was. Oh, so there was an admission, but not yeah, yet she was started. already in yeah. Yale, and then there's somebody else that they identified that was in the process, and they were like, uh, sorry, boo, can't do it. Yeah. What did we say? You do you. You do you, boo. I do me, see? <laughs> um, so... Uh, Actually, I, I saw a little thing here. So the forty-seven thousand is really just a tuition. The full cost of a year at Yale is about seventy-five thousand. Still, okay, still, still well under, under one point two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well under one point two. Yeah, I mean, the, the, she could have tried to get into Oxford or one of those other ones, and maybe actually been accepted on her merits, and it still would have been cheaper than one point two million. Yeah, but there's other colleges that are no. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like she wanted to go to Columbia, Columbia. or Oxford. Yeah. 
she could have just applied to those and maybe possibly maybe, maybe she in. maybe her portfolio is great. I don't know. Maybe yeah. she's a good artist and a talented know. artist. Columbia, I know they have, you know, good art programs, yeah. so she should have just applied. Because probably Mr. Singer didn't have them connections. Exactly. To exactly. You know? So he yeah. couldn't guarantee because he told every parent, I'm going to guarantee that your kid can get into USC. Yeah, because you I have plenty cash. of people. Yeah. And so I think the fallout, too, is going to be like the soccer coach and all these oh, other yeah. people in the universities that fired. they're going to go they, down, too. Yeah, they are. They have been charged. <sighs> so this ring is... You know, it, these are just the families privilege. that paid it. Yeah. Economic privilege. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, all right. Well, my last story is going to be a happy story. Good. Um, So this is a story from Good Morning America. Um, Girl builds birthday boxes after learning classmates couldn't afford to celebrate their own birthdays. Builds what? <laughs> Birthday boxes. What are birthday boxes? So a nine-year-old girl's working hard to ensure that none of her classmates missed a birthday celebration. Two years ago, Bella Smith, a third grader um, at Wan and Pine Grove Elementary School in Kentucky, launched Bella's Boxes. Bella started the project after a fellow student told her that his family couldn't afford to have a party for him. Smith's mom, Marlana Evans, told Good Morning America, the school she attends is a Title I school, which means 80% of the population there is impoverished. So we have students that struggle with a lot of things, said Evans, who teaches Bella's school. Evans said that Wine and Pine is a backpack, has a backpack club which sends home students that need it which sends home to students that need it. Bella fills her birthday boxes with cake mix, balloons, icing, sprinkles, and distributes Ooh. them with through the school's family resource center. And there's a picture. It's so cute. There's like, you know, like just Duncan Hines or yeah. Betty Crocker, like, you know, premix, yeah. the little uh, things of frosting, uh, frosting the oh. little confetti sprinkles, and a little bag of balloons, little birthday boo-boo things. Oh, oh yeah, the little... Um, <laughs> and she is cute as freaking... Look at this. She's like she's oh, like the next Rachel yeah. Ray. Look at her. Super cute. Um, With the little plate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh. so look at... In a little Tupperware thing, um, Bella receives all supplies through donations from community members for her own, own birthday, March 26th. Um, she requests birthday box donations instead of gifts. Oh, that is sweet. About to cry over oh, here. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm extremely proud of her. Evan said she's a very good girl with a big heart. Oh, yes, she sweet. is. Uh, Bella has packed 65 birthday boxes this year and is still going. Wow. I thank God for the opportunity for letting me be able to shine my light and show that I love my neighbor, Bella told Jimmy. Oh, that is so cute. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, Bella. That is super cute. I'm crying over here. I know. I mean, come on. Very cute. Very cute. I mean, like, you think about being a little kid. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, like, being able to have a birthday cake, being able to have a birthday party. Yeah. Like, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Just then... don't put kumasum lada on that. <laughs> Sumakum lada. <laughs> Last, last leftover episode. What are those little uh, letters, those frosting letters? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but really, I just, I had to bring that this on because, cute. I mean, come on. See, this is the kind of children that are going to do something good. In this world. At least I hope. Well, if, if climate change doesn't change, <laughs> right. there ain't nothing. There exactly. no um, box. But imagine, you know, I imagine there's going to be kids that, 
they'll remember that, right? They'll remember the fact that they had that a birthday. somebody had, yeah. That someone made sure that they had they a had happy a birthday. Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. That is sweet. Oh, good job, sweet. Bella. Good job. Good job, Miss Bella. All right. Well, we'll take a break and we'll come back for some rapid fire. Yeah. All right. We're right. back. What we, you bringing to the table what for do, rapid what fire? You, what you, what you bringing? Tell our listeners what rapid fire Rapid is. fire is when we read only the titles of the stories, but we may or may not have read them. Sometimes we do read them because we may think we're going to bring them to the table and then we say we don't. So yeah. we try not to get into it even if we have read it. Sometimes we might a little bit. But right. generally speaking, we're just going to read the title, we're going to react then... to the title, and then we're going to move on. Yes. Um, I was talking to someone about this this week. Like about they were the talking. No, they were talking about reading just titles and getting all you know oh. fired up. And I said, "Well, you should listen to listen our to podcast." What you're bringing to the table? Because we actually do that yeah. on our podcast. There you go. And so I can't remember if they said they'd listen, but um, it was hey, kind of funny. They were talking we do about have that. To do the shout out for our Sweden listener. Oh, yeah. Whoever you are. So Send we, us an email. we uh, you know, we check our analytics yeah. on our podcast and uh, noticed today we had a listener from Sweden. <gasps> Can you I don't know how that happened, but... International! Woo! Awesome. Um, so I hope you liked it. I hope. I don't know. We'll I see, mean, right? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool to see it, so... Yeah. Let's, yeah. All right, so rapid fire, um, go for it. Fire All at right. it. Fire away. So, ex-staffer at Home for At-Risk Kids says she's haunted by what she saw. Well, I believe that. <laughs> I thought she was going to say, like, she was haunted, like, yeah. exorcism or, yeah. like, an exorcist or no. something like that. And I think this was that one where there was a, a boy's home way back in Florida. Because oh, they had discovered some bodies. And, oh, the one that, yeah, that they had found, found all those dead yeah yeah bodies buried that they didn't oh god so some of them they knew because they had died of illnesses but and then others years of bodies years of bodies yeah Yeah. and others had died of injuries you know no i believe it i mean anytime you work with any kind of at risk or crisis or, or mental illness, yeah, and, and nothing. Uh, see the pain and suffering of the human being. Like and there is no oversight. No, that, that means somebody. Mm-hmm. You're having unqualified people mm-hmm. supervising and growing frustrated with certain yeah. behaviors or whatever. Well, remember then, when the whole, um, you know, the whole putting people in cages started, oh, right? Yeah. And there was those not that nonprofit group that was a some sort of foster Christian thing group. in Arizona, remember? <laughs> and then they uh, what a couple of the employees became whistleblowers because yeah. they were like, yeah, we're they're taking yeah. millions of dollars from the government to house these children and they're treating, they're abusing they're just them. Putting they're them in like, cages. Yeah, like cuz they ain't got time they, to be watching. And kids. that guy, I remember one of the guy crying like in the interview about like yeah. everything that he had seen and why he had to step forward and say yeah. this is not appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and nothing's happened. Oh yeah, I'm sure it got they're buried in, in some sort of bureaucracy. Yeah. But no, I totally get it. Like when you work with when you work when you see things like that 
<sighs> it sticks with you. Vicarious trauma. Yeah. That's what it's called. Vicarious trauma, people. And, and you know, that's just what they're seeing. Imagine what the kids oh, yeah. experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's direct trauma. Yeah. Like the kids <laughs> here at the, at this, yeah. you know, Who knows at what this they haunted had. house yeah. place. <laughs> the haunted house. The haunted house. You don't need a, a big haunted house when yeah. you have that kind of house Imagine horrors. that. Yeah. Like, that's like well, and then the, so traumatic. The years of repercussion of, oh, yeah. you know, like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, um, I was going to do this in an update, but it's not really an update so much as, um, well, I don't know. So, our good old friend, Pete Buddha Edge Edge. Um, so, Pete Buddha Edge Edge uh, faces backlash for saying people in prison should not be allowed to vote. Pete Buddha Edge is an only <laughs> candidate who came out strictly against restoring. Hey, you so, he came Buttigieg. out. Buddha Edge. Um, who came out strictly against restoring voting rights for those currently serving in prison. You liked Buttigieg. I didn't know if I liked him so much <laughs> as I like thought, well, it's something different, right? Yeah. You know, here's yeah. a here's a man who Who you would think. Who would you would think, right? Again, and that's the thing is equality. just because you're um a person of a marginalized group, right. him being a gay man, and especially does not necessarily mean that his white privilege isn't going to come into play because right. he's a white male. Especially what we know about the criminal justice mm-hmm. system targeting people of color and exactly. communities of color. Well, disproportionately. And the fact that we know that there are people of color and other people in prison that aren't that actually be. guilty. Because they didn't have video. And because they didn't have the proper defense right. or whatever, and they don't have the means yes. to appeal or whatever, have yes. you be, right? And so, this is an opportunity for these people to be able to vote mm-hmm. so that they could get, you know, laws changed. Exactly. They could help them to get a new trial to prove their But innocence. there again, that's a form of new Jim Crow yes. that you can't really say you can't vote because you're a person of color. Right. But... We can take your right to vote away right. if you do these things right. and we never give it back. Right. But, I mean, at some point, if you've served your sentence fully, yes. you've paid your penance to your, the society. You should be like any You should other get to come back out. and have your right to vote right. restored so that you can participate in the democracy that yeah. allegedly we have here, yes. which I'm, I'm so Buttigieg Buttigieg is canceled, <laughs> in my opinion. Get your booty out of here. Yeah, you take your <laughs> Get butt your big booty out of here. out the door. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, what's right. next? Nearly 700 quarantined in measles scare at two Los Angeles universities. Yeah, I saw that. Measles down there. Meanwhile, now. we're we're the Clark County was putting in, saying that there are our uh, what outbreak is over has uh-huh. come to an end. I saw that recently. Well, they just they went south. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's kind of okay, interesting anti-vaxxers, I am, get your kids, go up, <laughs> run up to the mountains, well, stay it, up there if you don't want to be vaccinated. Interestingly, I saw a, a story, I think this week, I should have brought it, um, about a doctor who said that the whole epidemic thing was overblown. I saw that too. Yeah. I mean, there was part of what he was saying, I was like, you know, it's, Isn't that it's what they right. said about the Ebola you know? Well, that well, people died in the uh, Ebola. <laughs> yeah, but that's the reason why he said it was overblown because nobody died. Yeah, when he's uh, right, nobody blew, nobody but did die. That's because and our, the number of cases the one that. the two people that came back with Ebola mm-hmm. they didn't die. 
Now, and that's because our, our medical technology is in far advanced than, say, out in mm, Africa. That's debatable, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, there's, there's more access to better uh, medication, to how mm, they do things. If you have the right insurance. <laughs> well, that, but, but that's what I'm saying. If you had Ebola, it wouldn't really matter whether you had the right insurance. They would have to take care of you because they know if that virus gets out because you ain't got insurance... It's an epidemic of bigger I, I, I don't know if I can trust that anymore. <laughs> I mean, you got yeah. people dying because their deductibles too high. So. That is true. But they ain't passing some kind of communicable disease. You know, like that diabetes. Know diabetes, you can't pass through a blood. Although I saw that STDs or, in uh, Clark County are like still going in up. a high level. Yeah. Okay. So the point I'm making is, I don't know. I lost what my point. No, was. I mean I get I, like you're very is, staunch. You're very like you strict, vac- vaccinate, vaccinate do, 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 your do, kids do. if you want to be um, in the general public. I think in there urban was cities. a bit of sensationalism of the mm-hmm. measles, you know, outbreak. Like absolutely, it was happening. You know, yada yada yada. And now LA is ex- obviously experiencing some outbreaks there. Um, it's an interesting time, I will say. Uh, in, yes, uh, it in, is. In disease and, and how things are going to continue to occur. Um, uh, you know, and I think we have to be even more, because we're like one pa- one little split of a virus away from a pandemic. Well, I mean, there's a, the issue, too, around overuse of antibiotics, yeah. too, right? That we got to look at that piece, right? So, yes, vaccinate, but also... Maybe we shouldn't be pumping people full of antibiotics for no reason. I.e., remember when we talked about the high deductibles and I had this thing going on and they wanted me to take an antibiotic. Yeah. They didn't know what was happening, but they're like, oh, go take an antibiotic. Right. So if you take an antibiotic when you shouldn't, you don't need one. Right. Then your body is not building up the immunities. Yeah. So there's there's that side of it, too, is that we're pumping people full of antibiotics and we're not letting... No, I'm not, I'm just saying. Okay. Like we need to look at that piece of it too because things will mutate because we're using overuse of antibiotics. Yeah. And so then we're going to have other diseases too, right? Yeah. Mutated disease. But get your vaccinations. But get your shots, girl. Vac- get the shots. Oh, get I already shots. have my shots. I'm not yeah. worried about it. Okay. Um, um so it's that was my fun. turn. Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> um. Oh. That- Oops, clicked on the wrong thing. Okay. A woman awakes after 27 (gasps) years in vegetative state. Uh. A neurological specialist said the case of Munira Abdullah should not be confused with a coma. I wish I would have read more. I don't know. I can't read more. should not be confused with a coma? Well, I I guess a vegetative state is different than a coma. I didn't know they were different. I thought they were both the same. That's what I thought, but... Was she awake? Like I don't know because I can't read like the whole some, story. I mean, vegetated state to me would be like, oh, like eyes open and just staring. You know, I think I think that is yeah coma. I think you're like, un- like unconscious, right? Yeah. Like you're laying there supposedly. Like, eyes while you were asleep, wasn't there a movie called While You yeah, Were Asleep? Yeah. yeah. So that was a coma. <laughs> that was a coma. Where vegetative state is like, like you said, like. Your your eyes are open, kind of like that lady. Remember that case? I think it was in Florida. Fucking Florida, man. <laughs> Fuck. Um, there was a lady that was in a vegetative state who was in a wheelchair, you know, and their yeah. head had to be propped up. 
But her husband was saying that he no longer wanted her on any kind of life supporting system. Because she had like a breathing tubes and stuff, you know, to to, to help keep her alive. And he was saying, well, she'll never pull out of this vegetative state. So I'm saying I want to take her off. And her parents were were saying no, because she could potentially. And I don't remember, did that, he ended up. Yeah, because he had the authority. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. So. I think that's the difference. That's, is coma is you're not conscious, you're not at all, like you're asleep yeah, while yeah. you're sleeping, right? Yeah. Versus you're. Well, I did. So read this that lady article. woke up. I did read oh, that. I was thinking about bringing it to the table because I thought you know cheater, what? cheater, pumpkin that, eater. I I was like, I think I might bring this one to the table. So what I did you? It. What did you see? So apparently, this lady had actually was in a car accident with her young son. Okay. And she actually protected her young son. So she grabbed him mm-hmm. and basically like covered him. So mm-hmm. he left with no scratches mm-hmm. while the mom got injured and was in this vegetative mm-hmm. state for this long. So and got some brain damage, but or wasn't in a I coma. I don't even think it was a brain damage. Like, well, I think I, you have I, to have brain damage to be a veg- in a vegetative state. She came back and was able to talk. Well, that's what I mean, but like. There's damage to the brain. Like hemorrhaging, like her yeah, brain so is like, Yeah, there's probably like swelling and stuff. Yeah. But then slowly, you know. It goes you down. Co- yeah, like if you recover, then. But isn't that like the coma? That's what I'm no, saying. No, I think I mean, that, You know what? what I'm going to look coma? up the difference between coma Veget- and vegetative state because yeah, I'm not reading that like, article. Coma I'm, is. I'm looking it up right they now. Induce, put it in Right, they do that a lot. Which means you are like asleep as, you, as they're drilling your mm-hmm, head open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Um, yeah, but it didn't say in the article didn't, all it said was that she was the one that got injured and then the son was like, I'm never giving up on my mom. And okay. So in a vegetative state, the person is still unconscious. They have no awareness of themselves or their environment. The main difference between coma and vegetative state is that at some point the person's eyes will be open and there will be at times when they seem to be awake. So coma, oh, you're, you're sleep- like you, ain't, you look like you're sleeping. Nothing. Yeah. Whereas vegetating, your eyes will open and you might even look around, but you're not conscious of that. And that was the argument uh-huh. of the case yeah, of the lady yeah, was, yeah. yeah so Every her eyes are her open eyes and her eyes open. would move a certain direction. And her parents thought, well, that was her responding yeah, where they were saying alive. medically, no, that's just like the, the senses like moving, yeah. you know? Yeah. But oh, this lady woke up after 27 out. years. Now, I, now here's the other thing is, is there a fear that she could go back into? I don't know. And we can't, you know, I don't know. I don't, that, that, Ugh. that's very, very. That's pretty scary. Like, I, I, like if you wake up, well, are you like, so I don't want to go back to sleep 27 years ago would be, it's 2019 right now, 92. Mm-hmm. So what was going on in 1992? Did we have the internet yet? No. No. Because I graduated oh, yeah. in 91, and I did not have the internet well, until, like, a couple have, years like, into college. Well, she had to have, like, surgeries for her muscles and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because... Her whole body's atrophied. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, she... But, I mean, you wake up, and you last ain't... you remember was 1991. Yeah. And, and you ain't getting up to walk nowhere. No. You're pretty much, like, done. I mean, look at all the technological changes. And then, could you imagine waking up and then seeing your... I think he, the boy was three at the oh, time. Oh, because he survived. Yeah. Looking at the last time you so saw your son was three, then twenty seven. He'd be thirty years old, and then now you're looking at a grown man, oh, and that's supposed snap. to be your son. That's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And supposedly she woke up because there was like some argument about where she's going to be transferred to and, you know, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And he, the son was like, I believe my mother woke up because I was arguing with these doctors and nurses. Oh. And yeah, because I think she thought I was needing her help like she saved me the last time so i think oh, you know because then she starts saying the <laughs> name whatever i, I don't know about all that <laughs> but, um, but that's what he's saying like that's, that's i mean you believe saying. what you gotta believe dude if you know but that's what he's saying i, I think there's a like neurological reason why it happened to protect me again <laughs> mama mm, save me okay <laughs> let the man have his dream all right let i'll let, have I'll let him have what he has <laughs> Oh wow! So um, yeah, crazy. You got one more? Is that two? That was it. That was it. Three, three and three. Really? Yeah, three and three. Which one? Are you sure? Yeah, I did. I did Buddha Edge Edge. I did the the awaken awakenings. I only did two. You only did two. I did. Yeah, we got into a, a discussion about something. It lasted longer. Oh. You did the, uh, I did do the, another one. What the fuck? Okay. Let's just do another one. Like, we're oh, I did arguing. the quarantine and then, yeah, you're right. All right. Give us one more. All right. So Robert Kraft flashed Super Bowl ring at officer after alleged solicitation, prosecutors say. You dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty old man. You trying to use your privilege and uh, power. You Dirty, dirty man. yourself off. Look, I don't have any problem if somebody... <laughs> I mean, I, I personally believe that sex work should be legal, yeah. should be regulated. Yeah. It would keep it safer. Because yeah. then you wouldn't have human trafficking like this situation, right? right. Where people are being probably held with it against well, their will. you probably still could. Or, well, you could. Yeah. But, yeah. Le, le, I mean, less likely. Yeah, less likely. Yeah. Because, you know... Yeah. People will right. always do whatever. Yes, there will always be a CD underground to anything, right. whether it's drugs, whether it's sex, whether yes. it's gambling, whatever, yeah. right? Vices yeah. are vices, and people will try to do right. it on the cheap if they oh, need yeah. to, right? But this white male fucking privilege bullshit, and rich, yeah. right? Well, rich, right? very wealthy. Very he wealthy. He could have had people going to his he house. Could, yeah, he could hire his own sex worker, and his little... own personal sex worker. Right. Which, that leads me to think there's probably some sort of Speaking getting of off about knowing that these women are sex trafficking, right? Which, but just, I gotta get on this one, because I was listening to Brain Science. Okay. Yeah, it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about um, uh, animated robots that yes. looked like yeah, yeah, very yeah, close they, to humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're silicone. Design, yeah, yes. yeah. So I'm like, them. Kraft could have bought one of them. They're like anywhere between. Well, speaking of them, thousand dollars. Oh, he could buy a whole. He could have bought a whole harem full. Yeah, but speaking of those, oh, did they? Like there to was be a somebody? no. Oh. there was a story about that they could potentially be hacked to kill the person. What? I didn't read the whole story. I just and it might have been clickbait. How come you I don't know. Bring that to the well, table? I mean, I think I saw what? it and then I moved <laughs> on. So that yeah, so these something these sex the dolls table. that are very expensive and they look like they look they're like silicone, real people. They look like people, real ladies. Uh, um, they, they do have men place. ones. They do have men ones, but what the women like? ones are the more popular. You know. Yeah. Um, they probably sell more of those. I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there was just a little blurb I saw around how they could potentially be hacked. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, it's hack. a computer. It's a computer, right? Yeah. If you think about it, it's a computer. Just like your car can be hacked. Because all cars <laughs> have, like, computers in them now. How would they? I well, mean, wasn't what? there, like, a can year or so? they pick things up, though? Um, I don't, that's the thing is like, they're, I mean, they're, they, they don't know. No, that's why, how I, why I didn't know, didn't think like, yeah, how could that really happen? It, it might've been, give me your, what are you bringing to the table podcaster license? No, now. it might've that's been, the, and it might've been a clickbait too. So, cause so it was one of those, it? it was, oh, it was like, on like a side uh, thing. Sponsored, you know, it was on a side. Sponsored? I think it was on a side thing. Oh. I'll look it up and okay. see. And if, if it's worthy enough, I'll bring it. Okay. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he could Robert buy Kraft could buy a sex doll. He could hire his own personal yeah. sex worker. Yeah, like for sure, stripper, whatever you want, dude. Yeah. Whatever your kink and, and is, be at, be at your beck and call. Yeah, because whatever ladies, your kink is, dude. You know they they wouldn't mind being you know uh, put up in a penthouse yeah. and and co- you can yeah, come over whenever. Exactly. I mean, kept one. I, you know, could that be part? Of, could Kraft be on your top five? If, no, if he was Lord no, Lord no. But Not I, even if he was providing that mm-mm, service. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot that was one of the other ones. There was another uh, update. Remember, I said that one dude that got that won the something, uh, some lottery, and the wife was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," the, and said, "I don't want anything from him." Now she's of wanting. Course she to does. Oh, of course. Alimony. Well, I don't think she should have to. I don't think she should have to. And I think he should say, <laughs> "Yeah, you don't have to pay me but anymore. But she wants to say, right. I'm not paying nothing anymore. Oh, well, I knew eventually <laughs> something would. I mean, come on. I meant, come to, on, you know, I meant yeah. to bring that as an update, well, but I just forgot. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. All yeah. right. My anyway. final rapid fire is positive parenting, forced affection. If you're worried about offending your relatives or friends, simply explain to them why you make made the decision to allow your child to give high fives or handshakes. So this is around forcing your child to hug. Oh, a, to uh, give hugs. Yeah. And I mean, I think, high fives or handshakes. So, you know, it's basically saying like, don't force your kid to hug a relative if they don't want to hug a relative. Yeah. And I agree with that. Like, no one should be forced to go sit on uncle Johnny's lap or, <laughs> you know, creepy old cousin, whatever. Like no kid should be forced to hug anybody. Consent, we teach consent at an early age, then they understand what consent means. If I want to be hugged... What if your kid said, Mom, I don't want you to hug me? Okay, that's fine. (laughs) You don't feel like being hugged. You don't feel like being hugged. You don't want to be hugged, don't be hugged. Don't give me a kiss. I just don't think anybody should be forced to show affection if they don't want to. (laughs) That's how we teach is consent at an early age. That's true. Right? Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, but sometimes... And especially girls, right? Yeah. How many young girls do we force... Uh, right. And we don't hug yeah. or whatever and or go sip on creepy Uncle John's <laughs> lap. And doing some creepy stuff. We don't... You, you know, I mean, we've talked about yeah. this before. The people that abuse children are often the people closest yes. to you. Right? For sure. For sure. So yeah. I think that read that title again. <laughs> For some reason, it's just making me laugh. Um, if you are worried about offending your relatives or friends, sim- simply explain to them <laughs> why you made the decision to uh, only allow your child to give high fives or handshakes. Okay, and maybe forced that's affection what makes, is the yeah. title. Forced affection. Yeah. I don't think anybody should be forced to show affection. It's getting me. It's like why you made the decision that they can only give high fives. Right. Like, it's the kid's decision. Right. 
But exactly. it's like, hey, I already told Johnny to only give high fives. Right. Okay. But if Johnny wants to give a hug. They probably you know. could have wrote it a little bit differently. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, I mean, I think that, you know. The kids should have the choice. Right. Because yeah. that's the thing is yeah. that if the, if the, if Uncle, Weird Uncle Johnny comes over yeah. like, give me a hug, little Sylvia. Yeah. And you, let little Sylvia, no, yeah. I don't want I don't to. Want to. And Mia's mom says, you can give him a yeah. high five. Yeah. You know, and then Uncle's like, I don't understand why you won't let little Sylvia hug me. Yeah. Yeah. I will I, explain to you why I only yeah. make him give, a, give right. her a high five. Right. You know, like. I mean, growing up, we used to always have to give our grandparents, <sighs> like, a kiss. Like, it was always like, okay, there's your abuelita. Go give her a hug and a kiss. Hola, abuelita. You know. I mean, I, me too. And, and I that, think back and things like, I didn't always want to do that. I, me either. But it wasn't because, you know, they did anything. It was because I really didn't know them. Like, they weren't right. like, That's functioning like, yeah. people. And right? so it's like, it just feels just odd no, and Nobody awkward. should be forced then to have affection. Then there were other aunties that I was just like, oh, hey, right. me, do, do, do. you know. Not a problem. Yeah. Because I had relationships with them. Right. But, yeah. Forced I, affection. But on the other flip side, it was like, but it was just for grandparents. Like, my, my parents yeah. never ever said, oh, there's your tia. Yeah. We'll give her a hug. Right. You know. So, yeah, I just don't, I, I, yeah. I'm in agreement. I don't think any forced affection should yeah. ever be. Because I wouldn't, like, as an adult, exactly. there are there some you people go. that there I you would go. give hugs to. And, right. So I think kids should have the right to that's say That's how no. you teach consent. And and that they can do it in a way that's mm-hmm. polite. Right. Like, exactly. Hey, yeah. Stick like, your hand up. High hey, five. high five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Give them options. No forced affection. No forced affection. Teach consent at an early age. Yes. Hoo-wee. Right. Is How's that it? How we done. Oh, we didn't even get to say bye? Well, no, we're still on. Oh, we're still to work. <laughs> you made it look like you like cut me off. I was like, no, what? I was just making it's sure we're still recording. You pushing buttons. I'm like, we didn't even get to say bye. Like, listen, I am up hey, past my bedtime boo. here. I'm getting delirious. I know that you stay up till three in the morning That's in your podcraft room doing shit. My eyes are barely staying open over here. Yeah. Um. So we are done we with are this done. episode. With episode with the real yes. episode ten yes. this time <laughs> instead of the yes. fake episode ten. Yeah. Um. So what are hey. you bringing to the table, podcast? I episode ten was supposed to be potluck. Well, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Jason didn't send me any stories this week. Oh, Jason, Jason you're slacking. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a hey, little. Hopefully he's out maybe because I used them all. Maybe he <laughs> last the, week. The Swedish listener. Maybe it was yeah, him. Yeah. Maybe oh. he's out there mm-hmm. recruiting okay. for us. All right. Keep recruiting. Big pimp. Hey, rate review and subscribe. Yes. If you listen on Apple, please, please, and the majority of our people listen on Apple. Yeah. Please rate, review, and subscribe because that actually like bumps us up. Yeah, in the Apple sure. that makes Apple notice that yeah. we might be a new and noteworthy podcast. Yeah. Um, sure. And share. Yeah. yeah. Sharing you know. is caring. Um, so where can they get a hold of us? Uh, on Facebook. It's on Facebook. what are you bringing to the table podcast? And then on email, it is what are you bringing to the table at gmail.com. And on Twitter, it is what are you bringing to the table podcast at whatcha bring? Whatcha bring? Whatcha bring? Um, so as always, thanks for listening yeah. and until next until time. Until our next episode. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?